0: Well, so far, we have journeyed from Bethlehem to the Jordan, into the wilderness, and now we're on our way to Capernaum. And something has happened since we last met. Well, a range of things, but something in particular has happened. Uh, which is that others have joined with Jesus in his travels. You know, both at the Jordan and in the wilderness, we'd seen other people, or the devil, were about, but now he has the disciples. Well, it's clear from the Bible that John the Baptist also had followers it's not clear that he specifically wanted them there hanging about. His purpose was to preach a message of repentance, preparing the way for the arrival of the Messiah. Jesus, on the other hand, has not simply had a crowd gather, but has called people by name to be on the journey as disciples to be people who will learn and grow and travel with him and be an active part of his wider purpose. Only Jesus can take the punishment for our sins and offer us forgiveness. But we are called to have a place pointing to him and telling of the good news, of passing on his teaching. And that was the role of his followers, the disciples. Our passage today, though, does not open with Jesus. It follows that group of twelve. Jesus had gone up a mountain to find some space. Some space to pray and some space to escape from the crowd of 5,000 men and the women, and the children. Because they had wanted by force to make him be king. And that was not his calling. Instead, we set sail with the disciples. The twelve of a motley crew of their boat, some are fishermen, and perhaps used to being on the sea in a variety of weather, Others came from different professions. And maybe these people weren't so used to being on a boat in calm weather, let alone when the wind starts to blow a little bit and the sea starts to get a bit choppy. Together, they seem to find themselves rowing hard in the middle of the lake. Three to three and a half miles is maybe about halfway across. They're somewhere in the middle of the sea. They're out of their depth. But, being out of their depth need not be the case. One of the great challenges for Middle East fishermen was not simply the weather, but superstition, even among those who were Jews. Because their understanding of the sea, even in a still state, was that it represented chaos. It has that sense of in the beginning, And the God separated the land and the water. And obviously he gave us the land to be on. And that sense of chaos is in the sea. It's notable. Therefore, when Jesus responds to the fears of those in the boat who are superstitious perhaps and wary of where they are even without strong wind. They think he is a ghost, but he responds, it is I. And in the Greek, that is ego ami, which in other circumstances of the gospel is translated I am. And we see this a few verses later where we carry on reading John 6, where Jesus talks of being the bread of life. I am is the answer the Lord gives from the burning bush when Moses asks what to say to the Israelites about who has sent him to lead them out of Egypt. Indeed, here in John 6, we see quite a bit of an Exodus theme. We've just had a feeding in a wilderness, albeit by miraculous breaking and sharing, rather than by the manna appearing on the ground. And now... We have power over wind and sea, allowing Jesus to cross without a boat, albeit walking on the water, rather than the sea parting before him. The words of encouragement, it is I, are therefore not just the it's me, Jesus, it's me, your human friend, that you've been starting to get to know. It is a sense of the Lord I am being with them. Here in the midst of them. Walking before them. The other thing we might want to notice is where they are journeying to. Capernaum. And this is a little fishing village. And it seems to be the centre of Jesus' ministry for quite a chunk of the time. It's where at least five of the twelve disciples come from. And Jesus himself may have moved there from Nazareth. It is a simple place, a place of work and of life. It is removed from the politics and power of Jerusalem. It had a population of maybe one and a half thousand. This space, this village, suggests that the Lord wants to be where people are. Not shut away, but actively engaging in the place of work and the daily life and the world that is separate from what we often associate with religion. The crowd that Jesus fed the previous day are left unsure of what to look for, where to look, what to think. They're left pondering He wasn't in the only boat that had been there the night before, they realise. It had departed with the disciples, but not Jesus. When others arrive by boat and they realise that they have gone to the wrong place, they've gone to where Jesus had been not where he was now, there is a need for a new destination. Being with Jesus means not staying still, but seeking where he wants to go, looking ahead to what's next in store. The crowd are probably wanting more of what they have already had. But would he feed them in the same way again? We find Jesus has gone somewhere new. We find him when we look for him. But sometimes we too find the wrong place to look, and he's not there. Today, may we discover something new as we journey with Jesus, as we explore this word and seek to answer maybe the questions on the sheet, maybe some questions that come to us in our hearts. Amen. Amen.